welcome to episode 19 of Under the Holotable. So glad we took this job! A Holotable News Network podcast covering in-depth analysis, mods, tips, and the hottest topics from the outer rim. I am Boxing, and joining me on today's episode, we have Celiac Sarah. Hi. Hey, Sarah. Great to see you. And Solo Base 15. What's your name, son? Hot. Um, what? Who are your people? I don't have people. I'm alone. Um... Solo. Hello, hello, hello. How goes it? Uh, so excited to have you here, Solo Base. This is going to be a bit of a faux gambit podcast. We're going to uh, talk a lot about uh, Grand Arena today, and we wouldn't uh, rather have any guests, although I guess apologies uh, off the top go to out to Zara. Uh, you know, he can't be everywhere all the time. We uh, are happy to feature the other half of the Gambit podcast. Um, but before we jump into that, Sarah, I want to quickly touch on a bit of a milestone for us. Uh, the very first episode that you and I recorded was on January 21st of 2021. We recorded a our first three-hour episode <laughs> of HNN. <laughs> we set the record, and uh, I just can't believe it. We're here a year later, uh, you know. And so, uh, in March, we have our anniversary for UTH. We'll have marked a year of episodes of UTH. But uh, this is it. This is our first anniversary of podcasting together, essentially. Well, I didn't even realize it had been a year already. Right. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Well, I was wondering, I knew UTH written 19th episode, we've skipped a couple, so I wasn't sure, you know, at 25, I assume would have been a year, so I kind of wanted to see where it would be coming up, and I was like, well, when when did I do that first episode with Sarah? When did Sarah reach out to me in the first place to be on? And uh, if you go to our Discord server, it's actually the very, on the podcast episodes, our episode is the very first episode up there, so oh, is it? we'll go back and find it there, yeah. Um, <laughs> Janitor first, yeah, it's, it's so funny. Yeah, it's uh, this week for our longest episode. Uh, Sarah is joined by a special guest, Boxen. Yeah, for a three hour episode. Yeah, so funny. So, um, lots of fun there. Um, and then I really quick, I just wanted to talk to you, Sarah. You released uh, two, well, a new YouTube series today, uh, yeah. a new YouTube video with Zareth. Uh, I really enjoyed watching those, I thought they're really cool. Solo, did you check those out today? Uh, not yet. I was telling Sarah that mm-hmm. YouTube is blocked at work. So oh. after after we get off here, I get to watch them. Oh, very cool. Yeah, they're yeah. really, really fun. Uh, Sarah, tell us a little bit about it. What, how it did uh, it looked like you guys had a great time? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So we we've split it. We've tried to make it fairly even. So it's like 20 ish minutes on each of our channels split. Um, and then we're going to go over PVE content, PVP content. Eventually, we're going to roast somebody's roster. <laughs> oh, I love that idea. <laughs> when we're prepared. <laughs> um, yeah. Nope, and just solos. Look- no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> hey, My- hey, she's going to like me. I, I do well at TV. All right. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So it should be it should be fun. We're trying to keep it as separate from Gambit and H&N and UGH as possible. <laughs> walking a fine line. It's kind of a narrow uh, gap there. Yeah, but yeah, I, I it is. you guys are doing a great job. Thanks. Yeah. Well, it's kind of funny because, you know, 
over here, famously, we're into conquest and TB and things like that. We really mm -hmm. like breaking those down and forging, you know, trying to be a pioneer on making those accessible for people. And then, of course, Gamut is so good at Grand Arena and they cover it extensively. And I thought it was really funny doing the timed Grand Arena things. I mean, it was <laughs> it was fun that you guys didn't get to finish. And you, uh, so that I mean, really, I was thinking, we got a minute for a Grand Arena. It should just be like first match, win, second match, loss, <laughs> third match, win, ships, <laughs> you know something like that i don't know it's funny apparently but, we uh, both like to talk so <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> which uh i think yeah we're all famous i mean you know gambit you guys do two hours plus all the time you know so. <laughs> we do and we started we started off and we're like yeah we'll keep it to an hour and now we're like <laughs> oh god we've been going two hours we should probably wrap this up huh <laughs> yeah, that's with us too. I always yeah. you know, joke, hey, we'll try to keep it to an hour. Or I just think like, we really don't have that much content today. Like, <laughs> we'll be easily to keep in an hour. But again, we just like to talk too much. Yeah. And it always runs over. Uh, yeah, to such an extent. But uh, Solo, our sidekicks are starting side projects. When are they we are. starting one? Oh, good Lord. I don't know how the hell they have time. Right. I agree. <laughs> sitting yeah. there like, Zarek's like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm like, That's cool. And then he's like, oh, I'm doing this. I'm like, really? And he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm also doing this. I'm like, do you sleep? Like, ever? <laughs> right. I feel like we're busy enough in game. And uh, yeah. yeah, just prepping for this podcast keeps me busy, you know, in the meantime <laughs> uh, as well. But uh, and I say sidekicks affectionately. I thought it was more just a joke than anything. I certainly don't want anyone to uh, take, <laughs> take that uh, away. We can call Zareth my sidekick. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Perfect. Well, that leads me a little bit into kind of what I wanted to do for an icebreaker, because I personally don't really know the history behind the Gambit podcast. And I thought it'd be kind of interesting to go over a little bit of like how you met, how you guys started it, you know, how that went on. And then do you consider yourself the host of, you know, Gambit and Zareth the co-host? I mean, just because you do the intro and I'm not sure yeah. if like you prep the show sheet or, you know, those are kind of my two opening questions. All right. Yeah. So the history is, um, God, four, five years ago now, um, Zareth joined, Zareth and a group of 10 other people joined my guild that I was leader in. Um, and I was running TB and Territory War and eventually got tired of doing both. Yeah. Weird, I know. Um, and so we brought Zareth in to run Territory Wars. That led to us just start talking, you know? Every, we would talk pretty much every day. And then um, we started making YouTube videos for, you know, the sheep in the guild. Like, all right, this is how you take Karth against Night Sisters. Because back then, that was a good counter. You know, this is why you keep bounty hunters on offense. Um, and then that just kind of led, you know, led down the line until, God, we talk about this every day. We should just talk about it on a computer. And <laughs> here we are two years later. Wow. Ah, two and a half. Good. Good Lord. It's almost three. It'll be three years this summer. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Congrats uh, on your guys' anniversaries as well. I just think every anything that people making content in this game, when they can hit milestones like that, it's just incredible. Um, yeah. And then I was going to ask kind of, yeah, like who, I guess I, my first question is at the time, uh, were you guys one of the top guilds kind of at the time? Or, I mean, you guys have <laughs> seemingly probably done more guild shifting, you know, since yeah. that time. Um, so no, we were not a top guild. We were, um, we weren't even the top guild in our alliance. We were the third 
third highest GP in our alliance. Um, but mm. we did bring our guild into the top 30 for territory war three months in a row. Uh, so mm. I guess from that you could say top guild, but no, yeah. no, we, we were <laughs> we were not a top guild by any stretch. Just a couple whippersnappers finding their way in the world. <laughs> that's, that sums it up, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, and then for the Gamma podcast, like, um, you know, I guess, did you guys initially start on Twitch, just always decide to start it on Twitch? And then who came up with the name for the podcast as well? Uh, so, <laughs> ironically, uh, considering what the other podcast is that Zareth and Sarah do, uh, the Gambit podcast is, is it's based off of a Wheel of Time reference. Um, oh, really? It's specifically, Matt, yeah. And it actually, our server, uh, the logo for our server is for the Band of the Red Hand, which Sarah hasn't gotten to yet. So we won't go much further into that. But <laughs> thank you. Um, it, it is it is a wheel time. It's a wheel time reference there. So that's that's where the name came from. Um, also a wheel of time fan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've read I've read the books probably four or five times now. Oh, okay. So yeah. just a bunch of Wheel of Time nerds podcasting about the wheel weaves. Yeah, wheel weaves. Indeed. That's right. Uh, it's so funny. I've looked up so many Wheel of Time podcasts uh, <laughs> quotes just to hang out with you guys. Um, <laughs> just to post on your guys' streams when I'm watching. But um, the uh, yeah, I, I, the, still Gambit podcast's name uh, it's so appropriate for what you guys do. So uh, yeah. that's kind of a good fit. That's that's fun though that you guys have drawn so much inspiration from Wheel of Time. Yeah. Um, so wow, that's uh, really cool. And then, yeah, I guess from there, I kind of wanted to talk about a couple other things like that may have happened today. Uh, biggest one <laughs> being changes to Qui Gon Jin. Uh, I, especially, I'm so excited. So uh, of all people to have you on to talk about this, I think um, you always had been a proponent of the Qui-Gon Jinn. You've always had really good hot takes on Qui-Gon Jinn. Uh, you know, when everyone was saying defense, you were, you know, saying let's go offense. And now we have a whole new world with him. Uh, they essentially have said he is not going to be on the field with a GL. If you want him to be effective, if you want, you know, the 20 yeah. Omicrons you saved up that are very valuable right now and used. Um, so yeah, please solo, uh, take it away. What's your kind of initial impressions? What's your plans? How, what's going to change for you? Uh, well, so this news day kind of gives like what three, it creates three questions. One of did the game need this? And I think that's a resounding yes, because Qui-Gon and Jedi Knight Anakin plus three scrubs should not be killing a JML team uh, in one shot. Like you look yeah, and, like basic a GL with his one shot. Right. Yeah. right. Uh, so it had to be done. Uh, the next question is, should they give a refund? And I'm going to make people mad and say no, because within literally one day, CG was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is not acting like we're supposed, it's supposed to be acting. Um, and sent out that warning. They sent it out on the 17th when the attack phase started the 18th. And so 40,000 people after that applied the Omicron. 40,000. Because we looked it up on the first podcast when the season started. There were 23,000 people with that Omicron. And afterwards, after that first week, 40,000 people added it. And so they added it knowing it was going to get changed. Like, I'm sorry. 
I'm right. Sorry. I, I agree with that. Well, I guess then my question would be, should the f- initial 20,000 that did it before the post get, or anyone who did it before they said, whoa, 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 should they get it back? Uh, but two, I guess my question would be that I, I think there's this distinction between, yes, they said there's something wrong with this, which they literally basically said, hey, the offense seems to be stacking wrong, which they fixed. I have no problem with yeah. that offense stacking wrong. That's great. But mm-hmm. I think there is confusion or what wasn't addressed in them saying, hey, this is going to change. So there's nothing in there that said, oh, hey, you know, the interaction that you're seeing with him killing, essentially what we were seeing with him killing a GL, that shouldn't necessarily have changed except that they completely changed the wording of the <laughs> they did. Um, the ability. So I mean, I, I think that's where the gray area is. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to argue one way or the other, really. I'm just saying there's, I think there's a gray area in there. Uh, there uh, yeah, there is. And I mean, I understand the people angry at that, but mm. it's, I mean, it, when you know when Omicron is going to change, right? Yeah. So the 20,000 people beforehand, I get their argument. Like that makes a lot of sense of, Hey, we we didn't know this was going to change. We applied it because we thought it would be good. But everybody after, mm. anytime you know a change is coming, and you 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 apply it knowing that you might not know what you're going to have, and that's kind of like you gambled, you gambled, you lost. Actually, no, you didn't lose. You won for three straight weeks. You, then you mm-hmm. lost. Um, <laughs> and so it is exactly like the Qui-Gon Zeta of it's a flash in the pan and here we go. Um, but with all that said, the community is very good at overreacting to news that they don't understand because not many people have actually done the math. And if you have Cam in the team, Cam and Anakin are still going to get something like 29 30k offense added when Qui-Gon dies yes I mean it's, should be it's not going to be a pansy but he's not going to hit like a pansy he's, gonna, same, yes. he's still gonna you know probably one shot them on Mothma teams with just Qui-Gon and Anakin or Qui-Gon Anakin and Cam he's gonna two-man a whole bunch of teams like let's let's save the pitchforks for uh after next week and we see what it, the changes actually are Hmm. Yeah, I loved in the last episode. Uh, Zareth was like, "Is there ever a time we should be passing passing pitchforks?" I think this is a good example. I really <laughs> yeah. appreciate you know your your warning, and I think yeah, it's good to just say, "Hey, players, you know this is a good almost lesson in you know exercising caution, you know when using your resources, you know especially when you know CG does issue a warning as they did. I mean, I, I am a player who applied the Qui Gon after the warning. I I am fine if they don't refund it." Uh, I certainly see the arguments for refunding it. And, um, you know, I think that the changes are interesting. I I mean, I personally, myself aside, I feel for the people who got, who on Reddit saw Qui-Gon killing GLs and then went and applied that Omicron expecting it to kill GLs enjoyed it killing GLs for three weeks, now expected to be able to rely on that counter, and now that rug got pulled out from underneath them. I I understand how those people might be feeling today. Well, so what's funny is, you know, I'm not just talking out of, you know, you know what, uh, I applied the Qui-Gon Zeta after, or Omicron, after knowing he he was going to get changed. But that's because 
every one of my matchups on my alt. I was outnumbered on GLs and adding an Omicron helps you with that. Except for I never used it to kill a GL, so it literally changes <laughs> nothing for me. Okay. Um, it just gave me another strong team to use on my alt, which I you know needed to punch up. And uh, I'll do it all. I would have done it all over again because after applying that Omicron, I went five and one compared to my three and three start. So wow. um, <laughs> it worked. Like I said, I might have lost the uh, war, but I won the battle. And that's, you know, happy enough with me. Mm-hmm. That's great. So it doesn't sound like anything is going to necessarily change for you. And I guess the silver yeah. lining would be here or advice would be, you know, if they're not going to refund it, if you're stuck with this and you relied on it as a GL killer, maybe you shift it over to using it on a counter that, you know, is still punching up but might free up something that you can counter at GL if that's happening, or you basically, you're going to still have to theory craft something that's going to get that GL, but you still do have your Qui-Gon Jinn to punch up. Right. And that that's exactly what it is. Um, don't put it on defense anymore. I think that's the number one thing from today. <laughs> I, I think um, on defense, it doesn't really change. I mean, on defense, yep. it's still always lost to a GL, which is fine. No, no it, it beat GLs. It beat my yeah. GML. Um, I, I put that on defense 12 times. Oh, I never, I, uh-huh. I, I used a GL to beat every single one, every single match. Yeah. So, I just, no, I just checked. Um, I just checked the history from last week. Cause I was curious. It had three, three holds in the first round. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first one was slicker. The second one was C. And then they had to go in and clean up, a, clean up a solo cam. That? Lose to Slicker. I don't understand that. I mean, I, I it just destroyed those teams with Slicker like every time. Although one person, one person did sneak it on by me because they put a paper Qui-Gon. Oh, yeah. And so when I did my second move for a swipe with my Slicker, I killed Qui-Gon, which <gasps> never happened on any <laughs> other ones. But I mean, still, I won handily. I lost one tune. But, you know, at that point, it was still everyone was like in the red enough that I could clean up. But um, but definitely that was like the when I saw Qui-Gon go down, like it took my breath away. I was like, oh, no, like what's going <laughs> to happen now? Like this hasn't happened before. I was like, you sneaky bastard. Like, <laughs> like I just didn't even think to check. And I was like, oh, I might have to steal that. Like just, you know, put anything that doesn't have like protection and health stats on my Qui-Gon. Yeah, I uh, I didn't run, <laughs> I didn't run paper Qui Gon, but I put it on defense a couple times, and I put Eth Koth down, mm. who's gear oh. seven, and so it would mess up Bad Batch because they want to AOE and do damage, and Eth Koth would die before Qui Gon, and Anakin would just say hello. <laughs> <laughs> so that's smart. Uh, yeah, but not anymore because mm-hmm. I, I mean, with the changes, the one thing it does do is um, they're going to hit hard, but all the teams that stat share, like they're not going to one shot a bad batch. Um, even if Anakin gets a turn, they're not going to, CLS is going to be a lot more viable because they can't crit on uh, Han and. For me, it's going to be CLS because he's prepared, but mm-hmm. it's going to be they can't crit Han or Chupio. So there's going to be more counters that open up. Mm-hmm. So now, now people listen to me offense, take it on offense. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. Again, you're still sticking to it. Sticking oh, to, yeah. Sticking to your guns, I mean, get them on offense. If you look at how like Endall and Calvin had them, 
or mm-hmm. had Qui-Gon too. And he took him on offense or both of them took him on offense every single time. They two manned every single time, got amazing banners and it cost them two characters. And it's like, all right, well, here you go. This is, this is now your life. Congratulations on good banners. Yeah. I think Calvin, I, I shouldn't, I didn't have a chance to, I don't get a chance to watch Endel's streams, but I do try to catch Calvin when I can. Um, and yeah, because I mean, he went 12 and Oh, I mean, just kept going. I mean, Calvin has, still hasn't lost in it's forever <laughs> and it blows my mind and I'm just, I'm really impressed. And I, I love just catching his streams to see what he's pulling off. And yeah, he's, he's doing the same thing. I don't think he was always countering a GL. Sometimes it was like DR teams, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Here and there. But um, I think I was just like the one or one stream I saw from last season, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I was for sure he was going to get one loss in these 12, but uh, I'm excited to see <laughs> how, yet. how yeah. high he's climbing. So um, no. so yeah that's going to be really great yeah and so I guess uh, another thing to just kind of promote or mention you know if you want to see really great Qui-Gon you know on offense in action yeah tune in to Calvin tune in to Endall check out Solo he'll be um, you know <laughs> using that Qui-Gon in there on offense so I will be Darth yeah. Revan you might have a 370 Darth Revan with Darth Talon not anymore <laughs> that's <laughs> that's right yes that's great so yeah there's lots of ideas out there um places to punch up or to use your Qui-Gon um which you know I mean at this point you might need it you need might need to diversify your Qui-Gon so um yeah that's a really good idea um one of the things I wanted to call back just a real quick uh tinfoil hat segment um Iden came out today um which um sarah you guys you guys didn't do a kit read i love that you're still saving that for h&m which is fun you still discussed him yeah uh her sorry um i actually read the star wars book with aiden which was kind of interesting um you know that followed more of her dark side um endeavors but uh you know i was kind of thinking about aiden when you guys were talking on your youtube series uh, today and looking at this they keep releasing these tb omicrons and sure maybe for middle of the road people but they're spending time on these omicrons which are end of game content essentially um and it just i still makes me think are we going to get a new tb to make these really worthwhile i mean especially look at Kars omicron and it's just like where are you going to use this like he doesn't have a team necessarily you can put together with that and then i was kind of noticing in Aiden's kit two of her abilities are on a field that looks like endor mm-hmm. and i was just like i mean are they are they dropping clues are we starting to get clues? And I know, sure, there's not another TV out there. I mean, maybe they open it up so you don't have to select one TV or another. I mean, granted, you know, a lot of us shifted over to Geo before we got max stars on Dark Side, you mm-hmm. know, and so maybe we'll be seeing that again. I don't know. I just, I was watching your stream and the tinfoil hat slowly came on. And I just, any, uh, any validity to that? What do you guys think? Um, so we, we did notice, Sarah noticed the Endor, uh, bit as well. And yeah. 
I mean, so here, so part of me is like, we can't get a new TV. We can't max, we can't max this one. So no, but they don't care. Um, right. They been, don't care whether we can max it or not. <laughs> it's been over two years. And yeah. I, and I mean, I, I, I did mention this. They, they put cam and watt for sale in the store. Yeah, you can buy them right. with money. And they did that with Rolo and IPD. And right after the, a few a- months after they did that, Geonosis TV came out. So uh, if they're following a pattern, <laughs> then I would say, yeah, we're probably going to get a new TV. Mm-hmm. But Karth makes Endor. me wonder, could it be a joint light side, dark side TV? I don't know how you would do that. Oh, I don't that, that would take forever to eat up all the teams. Oh, because TB is there to eat up your characters and your teams. Yeah, you have to have like ten battles with a joint one. God, yeah, I oh. want to kill myself. Uh, <laughs> that, would, this is long. that would just kill my. Okay, you guys hate that idea again. I, this is the tinfoil hat segment. No, no, all the, ideas the, on the table. I'm immediately thinking of. So I I fluffed my roster this morning chasing our our latest star. And the easiest way for me to do it is I, I fluff the opposite. So I fluffed all my dark side characters. I just like, cause I'm like, I haven't used you. So I know for sure you haven't been deployed already. If they did a mix, I would not be able to keep track. <laughs> this would be so, a for you. Yeah. Let's not do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, so though, any, uh, how do you feel if you got a new TV? Oh, I would hate every second of it. And yet I would try and max it every time. I mean, like, cause I'm, I, I'm now two months in a row of 70 plus on both of my accounts. Um, okay. nice. uh, if I have to do that again, gotcha. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but also, you know, Zareth is a big fan of this theory. Um, in fact, we, we discussed it often uh, yesterday uh but i just i don't think so not yeah. not yet like it's going to come yeah um i just don't think that they like i think they made this tv impossible to max out because they're like guys we're not working on this for three and a half four years like okay. that's mm-hmm. still too early um, uh, yeah uh maybe maybe in a year we get the next dark side um oh. but even if it comes, it's not going to come this quarter. Like we know that because they just did the GAC changes. And so right. the events team just, just spent the past six months working on GAC, which means a TV isn't, can't even be close to ready, which means they would have to start working on the TV now. And that's like a six to nine month project for them. So we have, we have time. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> um because their cycle, it, right? It's like event and then characters, then event, then characters. So we just yeah. had the event. It's time to push out, you know, the next GL or the next Star Killer or the next whatever. It's characters for the next six months. And then it was an event stupid... in the summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a stupid idea, and I appreciate you shooting it down. <laughs> I'm, it's, it's wishful thinking of shooting it down. We'll see what actually what actually happens. All right, moving on to better segments. Um, 
I wanted to, oh, I guess the last thing I wanted to mention was um, also with Qui-Gon coming out, you know, it was just kind of a, hey, here's an Omicron out of the dark. You know, I really kind of liked how we got initially like a list of Omicrons. I kind of figured we would always get them in waves. So I guess that kind of answers that question. It looks like from maybe we'll get another list later. I don't know, but it looks like for now, you know, we're just going to kind of randomly get ones that'll be surprises. You know, I don't, we don't know when to expect them, who they're going to be on or what they're going to be for. So uh, yeah, I think that's kind of crazy. I hope the next three are TB so I don't have to think about applying them. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point too, yeah. Right, uh, as long as they're TB, we can ignore them uh, and not feel guilty if they're GAC and like a right. TW1 comes out that looks good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Um, okay, uh, let's see. Uh, before we also get into GA, I want to discuss just a little bit about, uh, I don't have an alt. I don't think Sarah has an alt. I couldn't no. possibly imagine running <laughs> This game, again, just like having the time. Well, actually, Sarah, I think you do have a pseudo alt now. I do have a pseudo <laughs> alt do. now. You do. Sucker. I believe the word is sucker. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I want to talk to you just a little bit about alt life. Uh, just kind of to share what that goes on. I know that Conquest has been a bane of, you know, alt life existence, Um, but just kind of, I guess, how that works with the work you put into your main, you know, with your alt being in another guild, or I mean, you're having to do both servers or, you know, what, how you kind of get pulled or separate, you know, um, your ability to manage both those games. Uh, I, so I like the alt being in a separate guild better than, when it's in the same guild it's uh i when it's in the same guild it's kind of overwhelming because like not that do raids anymore but you know the raids run at the same time and it's the same uh tw board and so you have to do all those battles at the same time at least when they're in different guilds it's like my main account you know tw board opens we get instructions you attack immediately then like a half hour later the alt is given instructions and then you know with my main account we're through four zones by 10 o'clock at night and on my alt it's like oh we're just entering the second zones when the main account's done so it's 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 evenly split when it comes to uh conquest i just didn't do it for two conquests like Mm -hmm. at all i got the first box i did i got the first box it was painful to get the first box then I was like, cool, I'm done. And now, <laughs> now I want mall, damn it. Um, but I, I I get the second to last box on my all. I go, I go up to 450, you know, which is usually complete sectors one through five, and then get the global feats, and I'm I'm done. Because the globals, I mean, you could just hit auto. It's like, oh, bounty hunters. Yeah. Go to sec- sector one, auto. Smugglers, sector one with nest, auto. Perfect. It's the way I do it. Yeah. yeah. That's what I've said as well that I enjoy the ones that are just like get X amount of wins over X amount of kills. Because with the yeah. kills, sometimes you have to manage it and I actually have to play with the wins. <laughs> it's just 
hit that auto button and just enter auto, enter auto a couple right. times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I personally have enjoyed those more. Although, yeah, the 40, two sets of 40 is, well, was a bit of a strain. And um, as I mentioned before, yeah, the skipping the smuggler feats, especially for this latest generation, just completely revolutionized the uh, <laughs> my playing of Conquest um, for these two. And uh, I'm pretty much done with it now. I just have seven more battles with uh winning with um han boba and fennec <clears throat> together yeah um so yeah i'm just and it's funny i actually put, i did i just like rode the bus <clears throat> home and i had nothing to do so i just refreshed and played it a bunch <laughs> that conquest. Nice. That, i need i could have saved the crystals but the thing too about like this gac like i am swimming in crystals right now so it's just yeah. like i don't like, yeah. mind getting like spending an extra like 50 here or there or an extra 100 here or there like in fact you know mara got released into packs today and i sat there for probably five minutes staring with my <laughs> hand over the button to buy like eight uh, 16 cards <laughs> for 1200 crystals and i was like oh she's gonna come to table so soon but it's just like oh, i want just to get her to seven stars so fast and <clears throat> that was really hard but it's just like yeah i i went normally it's like in this amount of time you know i might go up 100 or 200 crystals based on like what i'm spending getting ones every day or, or yeah. more than that probably like between five and a thousand but i mean i jumped up like five thousand crystals in like this oh, yeah. last, like a couple yeah. weeks so i mean it, it's just a bananas um <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, and so there's this, sorry to get back on track. Um, <laughs> you're all, um, there's a couple of, yeah, interesting things yeah, I didn't even think about, you know, with having to deal with TW, you know, uh, with your alts. And um, I mean, just there's, I guess, a number of game modes I hadn't really thought that you are having to consider. And then I guess also kind of, which Sarah was talking about you know, a new difficulty as she's acclimating herself, which is you kind of get yourself in an alt mindset and then you go back yeah. to your normal account, oh, yeah. kind of keeping the two mindsets straight for what account you're in and what, you know, the strengths are of each account. Uh, yeah. So I started my alt <laughs> saying, I'm going to do different things with this. <laughs> and then I realized how hard that was. I was like, you know what? I'm winning on my main. I'll just be doing the same thing. Just, <laughs> just lower. Um, <laughs> that's 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 how that ended up um because oh god i have i have a spreadsheet for like mods i want to slice for each account because you know the normal person's like oh i want to finish this you know this character's mods slicing them to make them faster and now i'm like huh what what do i want to do on this account do i want to and just just yesterday when we got or i guess it was two days ago now when we finished the galactic challenge i was like Holy crap, how do I not have one of Vader's mods sliced right now? Completely forgot about it. So I now I now keep a spreadsheet that tells me right, <laughs> slice this mod next, idiot. Come on. <laughs> Don't forget. Yeah. This is the one. Check the spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. It, I, I do love your spreadsheets, which we're going to talk <laughs> about here momentarily. Um, yeah. And so, Sarah, you talked a little bit about doing some uh, experience with alts alts today yeah yeah uh, uh, <laughs> it is so especially i mean the, i only do conquest on that account i and like i i blow some energy but it because of because of conquest being so different for each player in terms of what teams you you get in your sectors and the discs you pick up 
like Zara Salt has a booming voice and I don't. So I switch <laughs> back to my account. I'm like, why are my guys moving? Like, this isn't working. <laughs> no one's attacking. Yeah. I'm like, why didn't you all assist? What's happening here? <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely, and it, it's, it's also me wrapping my mind around the fact that in sector five for myself, I can move through it fairly quickly because I just alternate through my GLs and then I go back and clean up the feats later. I can't do that with his account. Like we have game hunting. (laughs) Yeah. Big game hunting. I'm like, okay, we have one. (laughs) Where are we going? (laughs) So it's a lot. I almost feel like it's more management on his alt than it is yeah because alts take more work right then i mean at at some point you know the i mean i guess it's different when you're in like the guilds and you need to like remod for tws maybe and things like that but Mm -hmm. you know for the most part i think your end game account you know can go on automatic at times you Mm -hmm. know where the alt needs constant attention yeah and it's kind of fun though because i can do different feats on his account so like i can't do the rebel fighter i mean i could do the rebel fighter feat it wouldn't be effective but I can do it on his. Um, so it's kind of fun because I get to play with these teams that aren't built on my roster um, and then realize what I should be doing with my own account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but, uh, you know, it's it's good. So it's, and it's not too bad. I mean, like I said, I only do conquest. I think if I had to do everything on two accounts, I could not do it. It's just too like some like like you were saying solo eventually you just have to not do it on something so yeah yeah. i also i I don't do fleet arena (laughs) mostly because my alt fleet arena shard is awful um Mm -hmm. and i just i don't want to do four extra fleet battles (laughs) per day no no thank you i did (laughs) i was doing arena on that one um now i don't now i don't even have to do that not that not that anyone has stopped climbing. It's changed like nothing in arena, but you know. Oh really? I haven't moved. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. No. I there are now people in both of my arenas that are climbing more now than they were with crystals. What are you doing? Like why? <laughs> Just, don't climb a little me. bit out of habit, but um, yeah. yeah, I mean I like getting, you know, nine hundred or whatever that arena resource is. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's not make or break. It's just like if I forget, it's like whoop to do, <laughs> no biggie today. Uh, but uh, so to kind of uh, put a cap on this segment uh, and transition it here, do you have different expectations for your main and your alts when it comes to GAC? Like, you know, I mean, it seems like you're really kind of putting together, putting forth the same effort because as a content creator, you are streaming both. But, you know, I mean, it is, I guess, do you feel worse? Are you trying harder? Like if you win or lose on your main, your alts, you know, can you kind of break I, down your experiences there? Well, you? so bef- before this season, I mean, my alt had a better record than my main account did. I, I went okay. 12 and 0, like three month, three out of five months on my alt. Um, oh. In fact, the last, you know, the last old GICA, I guess you could call it, I went 12 and 0. Um, so it's the same expectation. Now, now the expectations are probably probably have to change on the alt. I mean, I just don't have all the toys to compete with the big accounts. Like <laughs> I've ran what my next pot is on my main, on my main, and it is going to be a disaster. Um, 
but I can compete with them. Like if my all gets matched up against one of these characters, I just, you know, what am I going to do? In fact, my all did get matched up with the guy that's currently in fourth. Um, he, I was, I was one of the stepping stones to him, to his uh, appearance in the undefeated pod. And oh, I'm so pissed. I was in New York city on vacation and I just, I did nothing to plan for it. This is going to, this is what bugs me. My all bugs me the most because I could have taken him down, but I didn't plan for it. And I didn't have Jolie on offense, which means I couldn't run Ray against Jedi master Kenobi, which means I just didn't have enough counters because of course, big roster is going to place four GLs on defense. I'm so pissed. And then I messaged him saying, I would have beat you too. And he's like, yeah, okay. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, that's a great transition. So we are going to let's get into a little bit more of GA. It is time for our master code breaker. So actually, just even a, to touch on what you just said, uh, you ran. Yeah, uh, you have a really cool Ray counter for. Uh, uh, Jedi Master Kenobi. Um, do you want to just throw the team out there and how it works really quick? I, 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 the only time I saw it, it lost, which is the only time it's ever lost. Uh, so, Stupid R9 uh, GK. Um, so I know I'm promoting it, uh, not based on what I've seen, but what I know it can do. Yeah. Yeah, no. So it, there's two versions of it. it. It really depends on what makes you feel more comfortable. I like Jedi Knight Revenant Lead a lot better. Um, because you can you can call the Jolie Jolie to assist more, which you know reduces his cooldowns on the revive. But it's Jedi Knight Revan, Grandmaster Yoda, Jolie, um, Jedi Knight Luke, and then Ray. And Ray basically is there to whirlwind. You know, mm-hmm. you direct focus cat, Ray whirlwinds her, she revives, and then you whirlwind her again. Like that's <laughs> that's the whole purpose of it. And then once cat is gone it becomes incredibly manageable. Um, and so Ray lead obviously gives you a, a little more survivability because of, you know, her you can't die if you get dropped below 50%, but um, it works when it works and it works most of the time. It works for 65 banners against Kenobi cat. Um, but <laughs> It just, it didn't, God, G9. So the problem with that team was it was a 375 cat and an R9 GK. Like, it's not something you're going to see out in the wild yeah, all that right. often. Um, but I remodded my Ray to have more offense now to take out the R9 GKs. And, uh, okay, no. so never again. I got, was that a Ray? <laughs> that's uh, Ray that's what it is. Team? Yeah. Yep. Ne- never again. Um, you have to keep so with that counter though, you have to keep some health on Ray. It's not like, you know, sometimes you see these like 14k offense rays and they have like 160k health, and you're like, you guys know that lifeblood is based on her health, right? Like the survivability of your team requires Ray to have a little bit of health on there. And uh Jolie's Jolie's not reviving a non-Jedi. She might <laughs> be all the Jedi, but not for Jolie. So um, you know. So it's, you have to find that, you know, line to straddle, I guess. Yeah. uh, Beautiful. And then uh, I guess I just wanted to kind of put in my own little 
tip that I run all the time. So a lot of times what I'll run into is uh, MKs that have like either a scrub team or, you know, cats, the real threat on the team. And then sometimes like I want to save all my heavy hitters for other teams. And so I can kind of do a mirror match with garbage, but the match can go out of, it can get out of hand if you don't bring enough offense on that team as you typically would, like whether you have a cam or a gas on that team, if you use the world, the, um, a night, cats annihilate on, um, general Kenobi. So a lot of times the trick to it, and especially for three V three, this is like the hot three V three tip on the, um, mirror counter is you pop the alt early as soon as gk has the ult yeah. you pop it yeah and then you use cat to kill the other cat and then yeah. there's basically nothing else that's a threat on the field and you can just take your time and get max banners uh granted you still you know you take in mace or some tank that'll die right away that doesn't matter but right. but uh it makes that uh counter like a hundred percent if you play it right I, I, there i i went to grand arena science to kind of watch it f- how it would work first but the person didn't play it that way so like uh, i actually recorded my own video to send to them because i'm like here's it actually working because the video you have up has zero banners right <laughs> and so um but yeah i just kind of wanted, wanted to make sure that like that was a, a strategy that was out there um the yeah um but yeah moving on a little bit more now um to get into more grand arena and you might i don't know this is probably on your discord server i'm sure it is but i love your grand arena spreadsheet oh yeah I love 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 it like i don't really see zareth using it i don't really see zareth <laughs> does not plan out his attack okay, yeah you use it religiously which just seems so easy you 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 know plug in yeah. what you know you have your little box for uh-huh. the back wall and you have your drop downs for essentially the teams that you use for offense um i want to one did you come up with it two is it available? <laughs> How can I get it? <laughs> you know, is it available for other people to use? You know, uh, you know, uh, I guess you would still have to program in, you know, your own teams yeah. and things like that. But yeah, uh, yeah. You know. you'd have to enter the info. I do. I do give it to people to or give copies to people or, you know, send it so that they can make a copy for themselves. It was yes. so God, I want to give credit to who. So somebody else came up with a spreadsheet and sent it to me. And this is you okay. know, a long time ago. Sure. And I drastically, drastically edited it down to, you know, what's useful for me. Cause they had, they had what they wanted to use. And so they had a whole bunch of stuff on there and I was like, I don't want any of this stuff, but it's a great idea. So let me, uh, I'm lazy. So let me steal some of the formatting so I don't have to format it myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will make this my own. And uh, it's changed. It's actually changed a lot over the years, but because yeah. I think I started, God, I started using it right when GAC turned from GA to GAC. Mm-hmm. That's that's right about the time that they actually started using it. And if I didn't use it, I would inevitably not have enough counters because I would just be like, oh yeah, this this counter works. Oh crap, that was up top. Uh... <laughs> All right, well, stumble and bumble through this one. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it sounds like the bones were there, but you overhauled it. And I feel like at your level and a level in which I'm getting to, which, you know, I mean, I would say probably like two, typically like two out of, you know, my 12 matches, maybe three, you know, I run into an opponent where it's like, I really got to plan this out. Like I I have to like write down, you know, who I'm going to use where and like if I can spare a tune to like move over to a team or something. Right. And um, yeah. And then I watch your stream and I see that spreadsheet and I'm just like, oh, it's beautiful. I I got to (laughs) get that thing. Um, Yeah. Because I just love the drop downs. I mean, it looks totally programmable. I mean, I guess I always wondered if once you like populate a team, if it gets removed from the drop down list, because that would be really cool. Oh, no. That's that would. I could do that, but that's so right. much extra work. Could. Yeah, but <laughs> it's worth the work. Yeah, you already know. You it's right. three boxes. It's not like you don't know it's there. So um yeah. yeah, and I think so often it's like you might see geo, you know, so many teams are kind of right. easy to put down in terms of what you're gonna see um on what you would see and what you can represent on the list. So uh anyway, that's really exciting. Uh I I guess I would suggest making it available to everyone, or uh, I'm gonna <laughs> it, definitely yeah. be hitting you up uh to get uh, myself <laughs> yeah sure. i can uh i can i can dm it to you um very cool yeah yeah i can't wait to get my hands on it um just yeah props to you and the work you put on it um i just think it's so cool and it certainly i mean it comes in so handy you know i mean i just love how you once you get that that first wall you pop it up and you know kind of figure out your game plan yeah. and uh, i think a lot of times your streams are so smooth you know because of it. that's the goal that's yeah. that's the goal at least yeah sometimes people hem and haw for like ever which again is fine but uh yeah a lot of times you're just like oh i know exactly what i'm doing at this point so uh, uh, yeah that's well that's how i get to get to kind of speed run it you know that's why if zareth was here he'd be like oh i move fast um but <laughs> but so and he does what works for him obviously uh but for me like, I just, I want to get in, get out and do what I need to do. And uh, so that's the spreadsheet is what facilitates that. Like before the spreadsheet it was, you know, writing it out on paper and then, but now, now I get to keep a copy so that if I ever face somebody a second time, you know, I can just pull up the spreadsheet and kind of copy and paste it and see, see where we are. Yeah. And I guess uh, for anyone who hasn't seen it, just to kind of cover the bones of it real quick. Yeah. So basically it has a bunch of boxes um, What for each section, your front, your middle, your back. I don't think is there a sec- there's not a section for ships, right? Uh, there is. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't use it, but it's there. Okay. Okay, gotcha. Right, it's two ships. You don't really need to track what you're going to do when you get there. Um, And then basically, it has a list of all of the. I believe it has a list of all the teams you can possibly use for offense, and it must have a separate list for all the teams you can use on defense. Yeah. So I I mean, I obviously you have to manually put in what teams you want in there, but so yeah, you put in the last the list on you know the left side for your teams and the right side for their teams and. Uh, it'll automatically populate in the in the drop downs. Yeah, and then the drop downs you can just populate and then just choose the team. So yeah, uh, yeah if you haven't seen it, definitely. Uh, what are you doing? Start watching solo streams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, but yeah, I mean, watch it for the spreadsheet alone. Uh, <laughs> would be would be my hat tip. But <clears throat> um, I kind of wanted to move in a little bit to you know talking about our, you know we just finished conquest uh, sorry we just we finished did. mandarina <laughs> i just finished conquest too so <laughs> happy day <laughs> even when i'm wrong i'm right um 
but uh you know i kind of you guys did of course a great summary you know on your last yeah. gambit of um you know the so what of everything but i kind of want to talk a little bit about it here but you know one of the biggest things which you also touched on to call back was the current pod you're in you know it's going to be insane you know <laughs> it's, a, it's a pot of death <laughs> yeah your own your own pot of death and i think you know i was i, I watched one of your losses recently um and you could have won but it just seemed like your margin of victory was so narrow and granted you're a master of pulling it off and being able to execute it but you know for what you're putting on defense what you have on offense you basically like you know rng with like one team went down and but then it was just like like it wasn't even like oh maybe i could recover from that it was just that run was cursed like everything <laughs> went wrong from there forward yes um, yeah but i was just even thinking like even if that didn't you were you know i mean i guess even starting out you're kind of on an uphill battle but from that point forward it was just like un, untenable almost and it just really made me think of you know the sliver of margin victory sometimes you you have to leave yourself or you end up leaving yourself and i kind of <laughs> want to ask your thoughts on that yeah, so at this point, uh, you know, the last two weeks of last season and now this first first week of next season, um, I will be the smallest account in the pod for all three weeks. And so when you do that, it's you can't you can't play like efficiency. You can't say, all right, I'm just going to keep all six GLs and, you know, CLS and, you know, three other teams or whatever it is and just out efficiency them because I mean, they have like their Lord Vader teams. Uh, it's, you know, R9 Vader, R9 Royal Guard, R8 Stormtrooper. Uh, and you're just like, how am I going to get through all this? Or R9 GK on a Kenobi team with 375 cat. And it's like, so you have to, you, you kind of have to play it of A, you have to try and trap them because no matter what you do, they're going to have a counter to your team. So, like, so it's you have to trap them not yet and it's not a trap of oh they're not going to be able to beat this team it's the trap of okay they're, they're going to use up this counter in the front and then they're going to lose a ton of banners in the back because mm -hmm. when you're playing an account with 10 million gp they're going to be able to clear your board um so i you know it, it's finding this fine this fine line of I'm going to keep 11 teams on offense. And if one of them loses, well, there goes that round because everything else has to go on defense. There's so many teams I put on defense that I don't want to put on defense. And it's just like, well, I have to, I have to, like, I know I put Beskar on defense every single time this past round. And it's because I know they're going to use their bounty hunters on my Beskar. And that's, so I have to burn that team so that they use bounty hunters on that team. So they're not using it on something else like my Darth Revan. Um, or I don't want to put Maul with Lord Vader. Maul is too good, too good on offense. So, good. I, I, I'm yeah. the same way. I, I mean, I'm glad to hear that because it's something I promote to everyone who has Vader. I just think he's amazing on his own team. Yeah. So, but the problem is without Maul, Vader, Lord Vader can be trooper. So, 
every time Darth Revan's in the front to draw out their troopers so that they have <laughs> to actually use a counter on my Lord Vader because yeah, you have to, I mean, good Lord, going up against these accounts, like the one guy that's going to be in my pod, he has 939 plus 15 speed mods and 304 plus 20s. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So if I remember correctly, you said you have 300 plus 15s uh, last uh, year. Well, it's, yeah. it's three. It's it. Hopefully by next week, it'll be 400 plus 15s. And so wow. you'd think you, you'd think like, oh, that's fantastic. Your mods are great. <laughs> and then you look at the pot I'm in. Yeah. And they're the worst mods in the pot. Like, right. Right. Well, 400 funny, plus had, 15s. <laughs> when you said that, I went and looked at my mods. And I'm like, well, that is really impressive. And then you go and now it's like, no, this is trash. I mean, you, you <laughs> it's right. in the last and, game. And it is. Like, my mods are trash. Like, I, I, I need so many tunes to be max speed. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. And so it, that that's the other thing of I've now. And I even, I was remodding today in prep for this pod next week. And it's, because um, it's nice. It's nice that you get to kind of scout who, who you're going to be up against. And yeah. there's just so many teams that I'm like, oh, I want to make you faster. I'm not. <laughs> I can't. Like, mm-hmm. I, my Hoda, my Hoda, I used to run Jedi at Revenant Hoda, like 336 and 335. They are currently down to three fifteen and three eleven, and it's like, <sighs> right, yeah, they're so slow now, and and it's just like, I, but the I'm bled dry. Like, there's literally not a single speed mod that I can apply right now. I have to pray that I farm up, you know, a bunch of plus twenties in three days. Um, <laughs> you need a hundred plus twenties in three. Yeah, days. I'm not feeling too confident that that's <laughs> that's going to happen. Uh, but you know, that's. Uh, oh what you know what is it it's the price of success of yeah uh, like all right congrats you did well this new new system is now just gonna punish you for doing well yeah and to put this in perspective you're in the top 100 what's your current yes you said you're a 70 something i don't know where you ended up no i'm I'm 24 i'm 24 right right oh pardon me (laughs) yeah right right of course the irony up from there yeah the irony of this all is this is my best finish ever and it's the hardest gac i've ever played right because i think i i think before that 36 was my highest finish in the old gac and now it's like oh here you go your best finish and uh it's it's the hardest one you've ever had yeah well congrats i mean that's congrats i mean i guess that must make it feel a little bit more worthwhile you know i mean you're yeah. getting more rewards now i mean before you were just like trying to get 36 just to brag about it but now you know <laughs> right. at least you can brag about being in 24th right 24th yep. yep but at least now you get a lot of crystals to also show for it Oops. for all the for extra work so many crystals yeah yeah, um, yeah so i'm 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 back in the three thousands but i'm uh still in there uh in uh Kyber one, but uh, I have a 7 million account and uh, I'm um, punching, it's just starting to punch up. I mean, I think this was still pretty much, uh, it felt pretty much even with, I think a lot of my experiences, Um, there were probably two or three matchups that were definitely harder than uh, anything that I typically face, um, but still able to win those. And I don't know, I don't know what my problem is, but like clockwork, 
I, I, I go 10 and two, no matter what <laughs> I go 10 and two, like yeah. I, I, I still beat teams. I have the players. I have no, uh, no right to beat. <laughs> and then I still flub up on an even match that I expect to win, you know, that I've won a hundred times. Like, I don't know. I'm cursed to like always go 10 and two. Like I would love to get like a 12 and 0 season um, at some point, yeah. but yeah, that's exactly what happened. Like I beat the like two guys that I was for sure going in, I was going to lose. And then there was one where it's just, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I basically, uh, this is my first GA with um, Sith Eternal Emperor. Um, and so I, you know, was really excited to have him and to try him as my new Ray counter. And uh, again, I'm still new to it. I'm learning the nuances <laughs> of it. I have my armor brought up, which of course, uh, Sarah covered on the, mm -hmm. uh, their, her YouTube video today, but, uh, I, my C lost twice on Ray counter. And those were the only two <laughs> GAs matches that I lost. So, yeah. um, it was, uh, yeah, just, you know, still just kind of figuring that out, but it's still at the 3000. So, you know, uh, I have a little bit of shame admitting this to you, but no one else, but I play efficiency matches. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's interesting because even on your latest gambit, you know, I really do appreciate everything you're telling me about or telling people about your experiences with, you know, setting those hard defenses, leaving only enough for your offense and, you know, that margin of victory that you're having to do to have a chance against these 10 million accounts. Yeah. But, you know, you even said, uh, shared a story uh, on Gambit uh, about your Shardmate who, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like still got beat by an efficiency player, um, you know, in a situation where by all accounts, I mean, shouldn't really have lost, I guess. And, you know, it's funny because as you were telling that story, it's like, yeah, that's my every GA. Like, <laughs> that's what I do. Like I set like a shitty LV team. I certainly set like I, I said, not necessarily bad teams, but what I set, I try to make it hard to beat or in a way that will steal some banners, but I still have everything for offense and then you know i basically know that what i'm bringing on offense i'm going to get max banners and there was one where um i faced another efficiency player and beat him by i think three maybe four banners total and that one was like a nail biter like all the way through but um yeah uh it was just when you were telling that story it's like <laughs> it was really ringing true to me uh and i just think it was so funny uh, just the dichotomy because you had just gotten done talking on gambit about how the only way you can win is by, you know, what you had just kind of shared again is by really not necessarily scouting, but, you know, setting this balance of difficulty and um, offense and defense where, you know, I really front load my offense play and mm -hmm. I'm able to still win that way. And so I'm really interested to see what happens it, once I hit that buzzsaw, once I hit, because yeah. I know it's coming. I know that buzzsaw is coming where I'm going to start having bigger accounts to face and facing people who are putting four and five GLs that have to be, because I think that's what you said. Your guildmate went up. He put like five GLs on, uh, yeah. but still yeah. lost to efficiency because the other person probably kept all had five yeah. GLs to face them. So, yep. Um, so yeah, that's, and I actually, that was my final match for my final, uh, round, uh, for the championship round of the last JC was I, for, I finally faced someone who also had, uh, LV and an MK and all the GLs and they put one GL in each section. Uh, yeah. and 
Um, that was really the first time I had an MK array and an LV in each section, but yeah. I destroyed the guy. Like <laughs> it was, it wasn't even a contest. So like he went through and he, um, tripped up on my Darth Maul lead, um, on my front section. So he had to like, so he used a team there and then he tripped up and TM loaded my Maul team on my back and I, I once I saw he had TM loaded my mall team I was like there's no way he clears that mall TM loaded like how do you get through that and so then but he had something he two shot it but then on my other front section now he had to get through my Kyle Mon Mothma and TM loaded that team he t- like that Mon Mothma team was hanging on by threads like everything was like red and yellow across the whole team and then he went in a second time and everything was full health and protection (laughs) i was just like yeah i I knew at some point like he had dropped too many he had like put too much on d and like i got the full clear and he didn't even get to my ships so i mean by the time like i got to ships i had already won and i was like oh i could not do anything else i was like "Uh, this is just my habit like i'm programmed to get the full clear which i know again (laughs) like I'm going to have to come to terms at some point with this mentality of full clearing, because that's not how to win GA anymore. You you do not need to full clear to win and the banners don't matter. And it's even the winning strategy really going forward is not full clearing, but, you know, checkmating your opponent and getting the win. That's all that matters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's uh, (laughs) it will be, you know, I had the one I'm going to place five GLs on defense and neither of us is going to clear. And it was the most terrifying GA I ever played because he was a bigger roster with better mods. And you know what? He he got through four GLs with only three, three of his own. And I, I specifically put down GLs that are harder to, uh, you know, to off meta and he didn't care. You know, he burned a few teams to get through my Jedi master Luke, but it was a 9.5 million GP account. He could burn a few teams to get through that Jedi master Luke. And then I only had one GL for offense. So, you know, it was, I, I won, I, I won, but it was, he did, he cleared a lot more than I thought he was going to clear. So I thought I was going to have to go in and just clear the top and go and win. And then, luckily he went first because I would have been screwed. Uh, but he, he cleared my entire bottom and three of the teams on top. And it's just like, uh, okay. So that's how this is going to go. All right, then <laughs> this I is see. my life now. Yeah. Wow. Um, and I will say, I mean, you know, it felt a lot better knowing, uh, I'm sorry, what was your record? Did you go 10 and two on your main? Uh, I was 11 and one. 11 and one. Okay. So I watched your one loss. I mean, I watched a lot of your wins too. I I thought I missed another loss in there. Um, But uh, okay. Yeah. And then I know Zareth went 10 and two and I felt a lot better knowing, you know, that uh, there are mortals out there like myself (laughs) that are like getting the 10 and two as they're climbing up. So, uh, cause yeah, yeah, you were, I think end all went, you, did you say nine and three? and uh no uh, end all yeah and uh, was end all 10 and 2 or 9 3 hold on i can yeah i have corrected it to 9 and 3 on the yeah uh, i'm not i don't remember uh but yeah i have all of our 
for oh, okay great yeah the um, went 10 and 2 but only lost like the final two right he did yeah, yeah. it was it was in the last week when he yeah. was in his own hell week um, yeah, yeah, I watched uh, both those streams too. Yeah, Calvin was twelve and zero. Zareth was ten and two. Jesus, uh, God, poor Endall, where are you hiding? Um, yeah, Endall was nine and three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So to kind of throw this over to Sarah, Sarah, where did you end up? How are you doing? Uh, you kind of flirted with. I think you jumped in and out of Kyber One through. I did. The, this, I uh, made. I did make a joke on Gambit that I was like, "Oh, I'm here, and I'm gonna fall back down," and I fell back down. <laughs> and you were so close too, by one po- one, one po- literally yeah, one, one point. I was yeah. like, oh. "Yeah." And and the crazy thing is, I I in this last week. I'm one point away. I'm at 35, 39. Yeah. I'm one point away from Kyber One again. I'm like, come on. Oh, no. Give me give me the point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so I did finish seven and five, which and five. Okay. um I was fine with. My plan was six and six. So um seven and five was great. I did because I used to play before they overhauled this. I used to play exactly how you did Voxen, where I would kind of set like a cheese. And I was like, I'm just going to, oh, you know, keep everything for offense. And I ended up the last two weeks just overhauling my defense entirely and being very uncomfortable with my offense. Mm. <laughs> so, but it, it worked. I mean, if, if you have i had a few people who only cleared one zone so if that's what it takes then i'm okay with that yeah right. it's also uh, there's a learning curve changing how you play totally like uh, like yeah. i i broke apart my jtr team in the last week so that i could put bits of it on on defense and i was like this is a, this is a crutch for me. Having JTR on mm. offense is a crutch, and that I rely on very, very, very heavily. And not having it, I was like, this is giving me heart palpitations. <laughs> but then I got to do some really fun stuff, like you know, y- you go into into in my last one, I ended up full clearing. I actually didn't think I would, um, and I ended up gassing a Qui Gon team which I didn't think you could do, but you can. Yeah, it has 100%. Yeah, you really can. I didn't, I didn't realize it. So I was like, but it saved um, me being able to split my Jedi more effectively. So I could counter Ray. I could go in and then I just needed a tank and I could hear Solo in my ear being like, <laughs> take Poe. <laughs> <laughs> So, but it's like fun when you get to like mishmash your teams together, uh, stressful, but fun. Um, so yeah. And it's, it's totally exactly that. So a learning curve where you're readjusting now. And I think that's a big thing for people right now is coming to terms with the fact that you don't need to full clear. Like I full cleared because I could, um, but every match, every other match that I won, like there were matches where I only cleared the bottom or. I left one team standing or whatever. So as long as you win, That's wins a win, just win baby. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I definitely um, have learned I need to work on fleets. That's what grand arena has taught me. Oh God. I have yeah, got every fleet done. All my yeah. upgrades this next two weeks are going to be fleet, <laughs> but that's, <sighs> that's it. Yeah. 
it's yeah, it's my Achilles heel. Yeah, I've gone pretty consistent with the malevolence counter, um, which has been nice. But uh, yeah, I'm dreading, uh, I'm dreading learning learning curve, and uh, yeah, I'm dreading the discomfort. Uh, I know that they're yeah. coming to the way that I play the game. Um, I'm just gonna hang on for dear life uh, and keep doing what I do until I hit that brick wall, and then uh, yeah, and then it's just gonna all fall apart for a while. But yeah. um, <laughs> even as <clears throat> You were mentioning solo, you know, uh, once you get, you know, deep, which, you know, I'm probably deep enough into um, Kyber one, you know, you can afford some losses, you know, you, you, you were saying you can afford to take an entire, you know, round off and, you know, probably not fall more than like 50 points or so. So, yeah. um, uh, so, so we'll see where the, I guess I'll try to take solace in that <laughs> knowledge, but uh but yeah, I certainly, because yeah, I, I don't expect, you know, the thing is, is like, because I always go 10 and 2 when I have what seems to kind of be easier opponents. And now I'm in a place where I'm going to, yes, start punching up. I think I'm good enough that I expect I'll start punching up to people. I mean, for my GP, the thing is, is that my GP, no one really, it's a very small portion have all six GLs. Yeah, but that's what really allowed me to kind of prey on my fellow GP mates. But uh, at this point now, you know, I'm going to start going into the darker waters of people who also have all six GLs and a lot more that, you know, I don't have on my roster. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, kind of navigating it from there. So um, yeah, that'll be really interesting. But Sarah, I'm just so excited to hear, you know, your gameplay and how you're doing and that, um, yeah, you're trying out new things and figuring out um, a lot of new stuff. Um, and I guess, you know, if I was to make my pitch now uh, solo, I'm just waiting. You, you guys um, didn't have anyone on your New Year's stream? Uh, yeah, <laughs> the holiday was too... I spent my whole night like trying to figure out how I was going to free up enough time on New Year's to reach out to you guys and like uh, invite myself on as your guest. But uh, I, I just couldn't pull it off. But uh, yeah, I'm basically I'm, I'm hoping that uh, I can invite myself if you guys ever get a cancellation or don't have a guest at some point. And uh, uh, yeah. I'm hoping I can sit in the wings uh, at some at some point to be on. This next season, it's going to go back to normal normal fight nights. I mean. Because we we had Brill on this past week, and he, he was great. He was, yeah, and he was the first he was the first guest on in months. Um, I mean, really, it was one season, but it <laughs> legitimately was months. And the irony was, Zareth got sick and couldn't. <laughs> yeah, show up. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, so but we are we're and we uh, we like playing with you know other people there better just how do you how do you bring somebody on like christmas eve like when i i went on solo um or new year's eve it's just it's hard to ask somebody to step away from their families like luckily uh mrs solo it, the clock hit 1201 and she's like all right peace i'm going to bed <laughs> all right <laughs> perfect that this is, is lucky. perfect timing <laughs> um but uh you know it's it's hard to ask people uh to to give up their holidays so back luckily nobody cares about the holidays in january so we're uh <laughs> we're good to go yeah you're back on track that's great yeah so, uh yeah always be around there but yeah because i joined late for your new year stream and i just figured oh zareth must be just running late and then yeah. you were like oh no he's not joining today i was like oh okay yeah, yeah that's, that's so interesting yeah but you and brill did a great job i, I still really enjoyed that stream so thank you uh 
Um, so uh, I guess, you know, this is a good segment to kind of go into talking about GA records, you know, yep. I, with, you know, our expectations and going forward. I think uh, Sarah has some questions, but before we jump in there, I do want to congratulate Fishy Fellow for being the greatest <laughs> Grand Arena player uh, in all of Galaxy of Heroes. Uh, yeah. He figured it out. He cracked the system, took number one. Um, <laughs> you know what? You know what the irony of this all is, is yeah. so... Uh, he played his first week, which is why the leaderboard is bugged. It's not that he just didn't join. He, he actually played the first week. Right. He almost beat Arnold the first week. Oh, like, really? It, it, was, it was like a 10-point game. Um, so that's the irony of it. And then he went 2-1, and one, which is why he uh, has over 38-10. Um, but so he actually came close to beating Arnold and then, and then just didn't join. <laughs> um, so... And, you know, CG, this is the problem. They always release something new in December and then Mm -hmm. they go on vacation. And I understand why they go on vacation because they have a uh, use it or lose it policy with their vacation. So God knows I'm taking my vacation if I'm going to lose it. Um, But so obviously this wasn't working the way that they wanted it to work. Uh, And... (laughs) So there he, there he goes. Congrats. He, luckily, <laughs> luckily there is no title. Like this kind of annoyed me. There, there's no title. Everybody got Kyber combatant um, mm. that, that finished in Kyber at least. So, I mean, he got a couple extra crystals, but he also lost three weeks of not participating crystals. So, you know, mm. at the end of the day, he really didn't get anything. Right, right, right. And I guess that is, I, I like the idea. Yeah, they do need a title up there. Now that it actually yeah. is meaningful because you were right. saying, we actually do have a championship now. The people who are playing like are per by score, you know, the uh, whatever, playing, yeah. for it, playing for the Super Bowl, as you guys put it, you know, the Super Bowl right. H. Yeah, so I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I just, I just think it's so funny. Yeah, Fishy Fellow was. Up there in first, uh, I guess, yeah, thankfully he, he didn't get a, uh, a title with an asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, hopefully they do bring a title in now that they fix the leaderboard, you know. They um, should. I think that'd yeah. be cool. People were really playing for it. Hopefully it'll be the Super Bowl of SWGH or something. Um, uh, who knows? But, um, you know, uh, and so I did want to also commend you, um, Solo, because your Gambit podcasts were the first place that I heard anyone really analyzing the leaderboard and tracking the leaderboard. And I was just fascinated with like all the research that you had done on the leaderboard. And I was just like, so thankful, like, Oh, someone's breaking this down for me. And I don't have to like watch it myself, (laughs) you know, all the movement on it. Um, I thought it was so cool that you were tracking it and the tracking that you did. And then yeah, you were also the first person who basically said, like, hey, guys, you can scout your opponents early. Like, <laughs> CG yeah. may have said the leaderboard isn't mattering, but if you go into my, you know, placement or whatever yeah. it is, you can see your pod. Uh, and so, you know, I, as soon as uh, that opened up, I went and, you know, told our Discord server as well, like, hey, guys, if you want to scout, you can do it early now. <laughs> like, you know, and it's like solo, you yeah. know, broke this down. So, uh, yeah, I just want to really put that out there that I thought that uh, you did a really great job with them. Um, Thank, the Thank you. Um, yeah. And, and now, now that we have a season over, we actually, we actually know how, like, cause we have 12, you know, 12 full matches. Um, 
and poor. So Hawkeyes, uh, who's he's sitting third. I, uh, yeah, third. Um, so this poor guy, right? I say poor guy is he's one of the biggest accounts in the game. Um, <laughs> this, this guy, he kind of got screwed out of competing for first because there, there was an un or not uneven, but there was yeah. a group of undefeated people that didn't make a full eight person pod. Right. Which means he went up against somebody that was, had one loss at the time, which means they had a lower skill rating, which means right. he got a lower skill rating coming out of it. So he kind of got the, you know, the old, uh, you did good kid, but sorry. Um, mm-hmm. I, and, because he never he never even got a chance to compete for first, even though he's completely undefeated. Like he he went twelve and zero, and third was legit the best he could ever do. Well, and I think that can you do you on? I don't want this to sound like I don't think you understand it, but do you understand how that works in terms of skill rating? Because a lot of people just assume it's win loss. It, it is it, well, so it it is, but sort it of isn't. It is. <laughs> it is, but it isn't. Yeah. Um, because like banners and zones cleared, like none of that matters. So it is truly just win loss, but mm. uh, the skill rating of your opponent comes into effect. And so if you're fighting with somebody with one loss, they have a lower skill rating, which means you get less of a skill rating. They also, so they also set it up. And if you look at most people, most people that faced somebody with the same skill rating, um, you got 42 banner or skill rating. I'm going to call it banners for easiness. You get 42 banners for the first round, uh, then 41, then 40. And it just kind of ticked its way down to uh, 31 for the final one. And that's, that's what they did to make sure that the people that lost in week one, you know, have a different skill rating than the people that lost in week uh four that's why somebody like gum who lost twice is still in the top 50 despite losing twice while there's other people that went 11 and one and missed out on the top 50 because they lost earlier yeah that's what i was wondering too because it's like oh am i gonna have to face that one guy i beat before because now I lost one. Now we both lost once, but right. they would be different now based on that. And I think from what you're seeing, you know, and how it's grouped, what 90, I, I don't know, probably most everyone, you know, yeah. won't be on a cusp of a break, you know, right. of, of a skill rating pod. But uh, yeah, my understanding uh, of it was there were two death pods and yep. then uh, ha- uh, uh, what it was, was Hawkeyes? Hawkeye, was, sorry. Yeah got bumped into kind of the pseudo not death pod but right he was the he belonged yeah okay so. yeah yeah i mean he legitimately went you know 12 and 0 it's just uh he 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 was the unfortunate one that kind of mm-hmm. got bumped down um oh. it, starting starting this season though we're going to see a lot more variation with the skill ratings now that we have a season and people have lost at different times. Like this first, this first season was very, you could calculate everything. I mean, it, it was easy to predict. Um, now we're going to see a lot of people that are matched up with a skill rating that are like one or two off. And so that's going to throw off eventually um, 
what you end up getting for a win if you beat somebody with a skill rating that's just a little bit lower. And so it was easy to follow who was 12 and 0 this season. You can't, it, that's over. Like you can't do that anymore. Uh, not, not, you can't tell from the skill rating least, what the record right. is. Right. So uh, it'll be harder to follow, but at the same time, it's what's going to make sure you're not fighting the same person <laughs> four times. Right. Um, yeah. Well, I can't wait for more of your analysis. I mean, even here, you just shared two pieces of nuance that had no idea existed, which is diminishing increments as you move forward. Um, and, you know, the that your skill rating, you know, increment is also based on the skill rating of the person you're playing. I mean, I, I, yeah. I feel like a lot of it is very straightforward, but, you know, your analyzation is just stellar because you're picking up on all these nuances that uh, are not necessarily uh, uh, easy to see, but are going to be very important going forward. You know, having an understanding of these nuances and kind of the, what it means for you going forward, especially if you're really into GA and, you know, doing as good as you can. Um, Yeah. These things come into play. It's how you, it's how you don't finish one banner away from the next level. (laughs) (laughs) there (laughs) Uh, so just lose late that's that's what it is lose late win Uh, early okay there you go yeah see there you go another gem of analysis yeah Yeah, lose late make sure you win that first uh first one because i mean these are the things you have to kind of keep in in mind yeah maybe you try harder on the front end than the back end i mean yeah so i don't know it's just so interesting. And then do you know, um, in terms of like losing, is it the same? Do you have any analysis on losing? I know it's not something you're familiar with, <laughs> but I mean, like, are, are you still going, like, what's an increment you're going down? Is that diminishing? Should anyone be worried with like, what should you be worried in terms of losing and it affecting your, uh, you know, bumping in and out of different yeah. levels? It's lose late um, because it's the same increment. So okay, it, it looks it, it looks like they have developed the system so that there is, they want a net zero. So you mm. know, in, in that first match, somebody's going to get forty two, somebody's going to lose forty two. Mm. Um, so all the math when you go down, everybody that's participating should should in theory come to zero if you add everybody's skill rating changes for each round and that's how you're going to get you know we, we hear these wild people that jump from like what, uh a rhodium one up to kyber three mm-hmm. uh in one in one shot but at the same time somebody's probably dropping from kyber three down to a rhodium one um mm-hmm. so the losses everything everything will come to a sum of zero if they did it right um <laughs> which we'll see but uh that that's all in theory dear old fishy fellow has shown us though <laughs> that if you don't join if you join the first week and then don't join after that you're not going to lose any banners so um because he's supposed to he was supposed to go lose with a score of uh two and one supposed, yeah uh one well one and two yeah right he was supposed right. to go one and two every week and he didn't so we'll see oh um uh, Okay, so speaking of losing and net zeros, 
<laughs> it sounds like when all this changed, CG was basically getting it that you're going to go roughly six and six once yeah. uh, once everything has settled and all that. How comfortable do you think people will be with that? Especially like you guys in Gambit who don't go six and six. Gambits of the world. Yeah. yeah. Um, like for me, I'm like, okay, six and six. But for most people, as, and also like just most competitive people in general, yeah. you don't want to go six and six. You don't. Um <laughs> <laughs> I, I, oh god i was furious when my alt was three and three um mm-hmm. i don't know I, i've been trying to come to terms with this because this week i mean legitimately I, I can't think i'll ever go owen owen three um but legitimately i might i might pull a dom this week because i'm basically facing the same caliber of people and go one and two and but i think that's the competitive people are not going to be six and six. Right. Um, not, not for a while. Like I kind of boxed myself into a corner here <laughs> where there, there's no room to move up, but I think like the average person is not going to go six and six. I think the average person, average competitive person, I should say, mm-hmm. is probably going to go more of like a seven and five or an eight and four because eight, eight and four is kind of the perfect, you know, cut off because we talked about this on gambit where it's like you get two wins you get one loss and you kind of stay where you were um so i i think the people that actually try you're gonna hit a wall but the wall you hit are people dropping down as you're climbing up so if you're actually competitive you're you're gonna be able to beat those people they might have the roster advantage but there's some reason that they're losing right Mm -hmm. uh I think the six and six is kind of, again, it's a net thing. Like if you average everybody out, it's going to be six and six. And that sounds stupid because that's how competition works. But mm-hmm. I mean, look at like any sport and the average is six and or 50%, but there's going to be a team that's winning at 80%. And there's going to be a team that's losing at 80%. So I think, I think most people are going to be able to stay above, stay above that 50% if they want to, if they, if they actually try it, you know, you might have one bad season, but then you have that bad season, you drop and you can just climb up the next time and go eight and four. So I I think the six and six until you get up to, you know, the top 100 where you don't, you you can't, but you just can't keep climbing. Um, Right. But I I don't think the average competitive person, the type of person that's going to be listening to one of these podcasts or going on to a stream, they're not going to be six and six consistently. I think, I think it's going to be more of a seven, five, eight and four Mm -hmm. type of situation because you can punch up. Like we've seen so many people punch up with rosters right now. Yeah. Would you, do you think that would be like a good season then for a competitive person? I think eight and four is great at this yeah. point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's like an A plus season. Um, you know, uh, if you do better than that, then it's A plus plus. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think anything over six and six at this point is beating the system. And you have to consider that a win. Mm-hmm. It might not feel good to go seven and five, but you kind of beat what their goal was. So how do you, how do you not consider that a great season? 
if you're beating what the expectation is. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, and I thought you guys did a little bit of analysis as well, like it, to kind of bring this around to the compare the crystal comparison of you know the changes. Um, I thought I heard you guys mention something about how where like a nine and three is actually like the crystal breaking point where you're making more um, in GA than you would have get it first every day in arena or do you have any analysis on that? Yeah. So uh, as a factor, <laughs> that's so nine and three, that's actually the breaking point for Kyber four and above. Oh, for so, Kyber four and above. Yeah. Okay, wow. that's, that's the piece I missed. Okay. Yeah. So in Kyber one, um, it's four and eight is the break even point. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. So um, I if can you suck. Yeah, right. If you go six and six, like they say that you should, you're going to be making 52 extra crystals per day on average. Obviously, you know, you're not getting them as a daily award, um, mm -hmm. but you're going to be, you're going to be doing well for yourself at six and six. Uh, of course that requires getting up to Kyber one, you know, and actually uh, Sarah at Kyber two, seven and five, she's, you're making. Oh, I'm laughing. More crystals. Yeah. I'm, yeah I feel great. <laughs> right. right. It's because, uh, they what they did is every again it's incremental every level you go down um mm. you need one more win to break even so in kyber two you just need to go uh five and seven to break even uh, so anything over that it's like oh hey look at this come on i'm scrooge mcduck in my uh diving through my gold coins here yeah i took some crystals today it's like Huh. I can I can blow these on relic yeah. mats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you yeah. have fallen into their trap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I wonder too. Is yeah. I getting a false sense of security here with all these extra crystals? Oh my god, um, I know. But uh, I guess oh I guess this might be a kind of a good mention a place to also mention that they uh, released a very cryptic and vague statement today saying they're going to be looking at grand mm -hmm. arena issues, which I think uh, one of the apparent ones was uh, people weren't necessarily getting their proper payouts. Uh, by all accounts, yeah. it seems like they should be getting paid out based on the end uh, level or division they ended up at. And uh, some people were getting like a division lower or two, or like a division they passed through yeah. those rewards. Um, rather yeah. Than, so. Or some people just didn't get a final payout. Oh, or they, oh, wow. They, yeah. 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 They, they were told that they did not participate in the final week when they did. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, certainly some bugs in there. I, I, I don't know that there was really anything else that was super apparent that jumped no. to mind necessarily, I guess, besides the leaderboard um of uh issues they'll fix but uh yeah um yeah it'll be interesting to see what uh what they come out with or what they, it's just kind of funny whenever they're like bug fixes and that's like 12 things on there you didn't know yeah like we're occurring when they like we get our bug report for the ga of things they fixed um you know considering uh <laughs> their post today was very who knows what they're looking at <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They, they might not be looking at that at all. Who knows? So, uh, yeah, the <laughs> I guess you know they're definitely back in the office. Uh, they're, they're they are a lot of posts today, and uh, yeah, I guess tomorrow is very exciting. We do get uh, Iden Marquis, so um, that'll be pretty cool. Um, and uh, yeah, so I guess 
because for me, I think, yeah, really a good season is going to really be based on my crystals more than my wins. So that's kind of really why I wanted to frame it in terms of an understanding because it really is all relative to arena. That's what we are really basing these things up on in terms of the crystals that we're getting now. So um, I kind of wanted to frame it in that regard um, for, yeah, wins and losses as well. Cause yeah, even if you're, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess I should keep in mind, even if I'm going four and eight, <laughs> right. You, I can you still maybe broken even. feel good about that. Uh, as, as, as terrible as that feels going forward. Cause yeah, I mean, I got it. I can't. So, I mean, this is where we really want to talk a little bit about the exhaustion that is these grand arenas now, because even still, I mean, I, I've been joking that like, Oh, I'm not going to change, you know, how I play grand arena. I'm just going to kind of take it as it goes. But I mean, I really, the intensity now that I feel before, it's not like it wasn't intense before you still felt an intensity playing those GAs, but now it feels even higher a still and the matchups are getting harder and the work you're putting in to essentially get the wins is increasing more and more as you're playing these places. Yeah. And so, you know, you had kind of mentioned, you know, at a point it does almost feel, I mean, I don't know if there's going to be a point where it levels out and like maybe the, uh, you know, you're getting to a point where you know what to expect and this becomes regular or if it's just going to keep ratcheting up. I mean, I guess you don't have much more room to ratchet up from 24th, but, (laughs) you know, I, I, I shared my sentiment when I was listening to you early talk about burnout. And I guess I wanted to address it a little bit here as well. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a real thing. And it's, you know, for us GACers, it's probably going to take a lot longer to reach the burnout stage because, I was scouting my opponent anyway. Now, mm-hmm. now uh, you know, you, at some point you reach groups of people that change their defenses every time. And this is really where the burnout's going to be. Like in the old system, I could guarantee you there was at least going to be one match where somebody doesn't even know that .gg has a GAC history. Like I, yeah. I could just roll over my defenses and be like, all right, that's cool. He has no clue. We're good. Um that doesn't exist anymore uh, because it might early on, but as you win, you're going to go up against better players and the better players are going to look at your history. Um, and, you know, it, it's, 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 it's funny. It's like this double-edged sword, right? Because now I don't have to look at the history as much. Like before I looked at the offense and defense and we talked, you know, Zareth and I talked about this on Monday of, now you really don't have to look at your defense. You just have to look at their offensive tendencies because um, the guys I'm facing change their defense every single round. So it doesn't matter what they put on there last week or the week before. Let me see how you're going to kill Lord Vader. Let me see how you're going to kill Jedi Master Kenobi. Are you going to waste the GL on gas? Like that's what you have to look at now. So in some ways, it's taking a lot more brain power, a lot more thinking of how I'm going to counter this because the accounts are bigger. But at the same time, I'm doing half the work on my scouting because I don't have, to, I don't care about an entire, an entire category that I used to care about. So I think 
when this all settles out and you achieve where you're going, right? If, if you keep winning, you're going to keep climbing. That's the, the simple rules. At some point, you're going to reach a point that everybody's a winner and it's going to be a little bit less work, more thinking, less work though. Um, so we'll see, we'll see if the burnout's actually there and the people that are falling probably aren't putting in as much work because they don't care as much. And so there's not going to be as much burnout because they're not putting in the work. Uh, I did see, uh, and we talked about this on Monday as well. Like there, there's a couple people and it's people I, I respect that just, they don't like GAC. They're TB people. Um, you know, I won't name them, but they're big in the community for TB. Uh, and they were talking about, you know what, I'm going to scout. I'm going to find the one opponent that I can, easily beat that week and if i get matched up with them i'll try and win that and then the other ones i just don't care i saw a couple other people uh, a couple of people in my my main accounts guild that said when we get to three uh 3v3 i am going to play one week then i'm going to lose all three matches the next week and get 10 banners each round to get the rewards and then i will play a week and then i'll you know <laughs> Uh, lose the next three and I'll go six and six and everything will be fine. And you know what, if that, if that's what helps you keep wanting to play the game, it's, it's not what I'm going to do, but if that's what you need to do, go for it. Like do what it takes to keep the game fun. Yeah. I think too, when you have so much of a time commitment in the game with territory battles and conquest and grand arena all at the same time, yeah. like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a lot. There is no life. There is only swaga. Yeah. Um, I think there's a little bit of a two two elements happening here because you know I think there's uh, one aspect which is the work you're putting in, but then I think there's another sentiment which is the intensity of the matches themselves is exhausting. Cause I yeah. think that's kind of what you were sharing on game. Oh yeah. You were like, the work was one thing, but you were just like, like few, like <laughs> the, the matches were exhausting. Just getting the wins, uh, you know, and even with just when you're in them, it, it, there's yeah. a level, there's a level of intensity that takes its toll on you mentally and physically, which is kind of crazy to talk about with <laughs> grand arena in this game. It is. I mean, it, it used to be that, like, after every GAC, you get to the fourth week, and then you get to the off week, you're like, oh, thank God, I need to decompress. Um, now, I mean, I felt like that way after week two, <laughs> because it's, it's like, oh, my God, every, every match here, it means something. Like, I am, you know, Zareth and I will spend in the game, but we're not, we're not like these uber krakens that hoard their their normal energy to get the gl on the first day right i can't afford to hoard my energy because that's going into farming whatever it is i'm farming so if you steal 700 crystals for me i'm i'm gonna feel those 700 crystals over two days um so there's just so much there's that part of it is probably the most exhausting of the there's so much on the line Mm-hmm. for this this stupid fight um <laughs> but stupid game mode yeah um but at the same time 
I'm a competitive person and strategy yeah. is kind of my thing. So it's exhausting, but it's exhausting in a good way. Like hmm. you sit down and you, you have this win that's just an ugly, ugly win, but it's a win. And you're like, Oh man, that felt really good. I need to sleep for eight hours, but that felt really good. <laughs> Yeah. 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 I, oh boy. Uh, it's interesting. Just, yeah, going through that experience now with it. I certainly felt it myself as well. Um, but yeah, I guess you're right. There is a little bit more uh, joy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. As well. Um, but yeah, I, to talk about 3v3, 3v3 too, I'm fascinated when it's a 3v. And who do, are we, uh, Solo, are you 100% sure we're not getting 3v3 next? It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's on okay. the calendar. It says 5v5. Sure. Okay. Yeah. okay, great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's on the calendar. <laughs> and not, not that that has mattered in the past, but yeah. they, they specifically said that they're not doing the rotation until it settles. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm just fascinated to see what happens with the 3v3. Typically, I do better because. I think a lot of people when it comes to the 3v3, they don't like it as much. They don't take it as seriously. They, you know, take breaks or they don't, you know, they have a mechanism like you or a a different strategy like you just talked about. Um, And, you know, sometimes I I feel like I have more auto set D and 3v3s and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, more walkover matches um, in 3v3s. Yeah. Well, yeah. you, you can't steal your ter- your uh, territory war plan. Like how many people, their defense is what their guild set in territory war. Yeah. And they're like, okay, I know these these eight teams go on defense. Here we go. And I just need to throw like three more junk teams down. That's a good uh, point. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't do that in 3v3. So. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. But uh, yeah. Um, and also, and also I feel like I just, I don't, maybe I just have a false uh, impression but i feel like i'm decently good at 3v3 compared to other people at 3v3 i don't know yeah. um, what that is so um uh, per- personally i mean i feel like i embrace that game mode because of that aspect so i'm kind of interested because i mean i always just climb i always have my best records on 3v3 so i'm interested yeah. to kind of see when that comes in the havoc that that's going to wreak <laughs> on the leaderboards um in well, the the havoc of the leaderboards for the next 5v5 because all the people that just don't try and then <laughs> then 5v5 and they're like all right i'm awake now yeah have fun get wrecked noobs <laughs> <laughs> uh that's great yeah so um i mean we're gonna have, we'll be watching gambit with great interest yeah love your guys's fight nights Thank you. Um, and everything like that. Um, definitely want to, you know, and I love when Sarah's on there, you know, I'm always promoting, Hey guys, <laughs> fight night. Let's all get in there and support our girl. Um, and, uh, everything you guys have, um, going on, um, you guys, I think are, Oh, you know what? I'm going to call an audible here just because <laughs> we have a, a chance. Um, cause we know it might be coming again and, what was incredibly fascinating, just because I'm here, I get to talk yeah. to you directly about this. It's fun being a host. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to talk to you real quick about the content creator GA. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I think you guys went in as favorites. It was incredibly oh. fascinating. Of course, the guy who programs all the kids won. But yep. 
<laughs> you know, I mean, uh, just share a little bit of your experience. There might do another another one. Uh, I hear the rumblings that the second one yeah. might be in the uh, yeah in the lines in the mail. It, it there is there was talk about it. Um, obviously, it was done in October, and then the GAC release was done in December and the holidays. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's quiet. It's quiet since November in that, but um. God, that, that's so hard. That thing was so hard because both Zareth and I are very micromanagers. Like, yes, it might look like we approach things differently and mm-hmm. we, we approach it with different strategies. That, that's for sure. But we actually play kind of really similar just, you know, with different teams or different defenses. And so it was so incredibly hard to watch him play and not be like, do this, 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 and this, because, you know, that's just the, the, the control, like competitive part of it. Right. Like, all right, you have to play this way and you have to do this, this, and this, because that's how I play. Yeah. And meanwhile, a caller. Wow. Right. Right. And, but you can't do that because he's obviously a very good player and he knows what he's doing and he, he knows, you know, the teams and stuff. And so it was just so frustrating that it's like, all right, I want to help. I want to help. But if I help, I'm actually just distracting you. So it's like, what do I do now? Um, But But also due to the time intensity, it was ripe for misplays, not because, you know, it was an accident, but just because you're trying to play so fast, you know, a lot of times you guys are amazing in your analysis and your critical thinking. But when you put that critical thinking on a, timer which i mean i guess it's always on a timer but here it was like it wasn't like oh i can i have an an extra minute in this match to figure out this move you literally had not a single second like Mm -hmm. every move had to be like at that moment and uh yeah and sometimes a misplay could cost the whole thing because all of a sudden you weren't clearing that team and the other teams on your back wall so right it's also i think the big trouble that we had is um, some of these people had experience playing with high relics because they just have high relic accounts. Mm. And, you know, it's kind of like we talked about earlier where right now it's, you know, I, I my last matchup, the guy had a hundred more R7s and R8s combined than I had a hundred. That's like an entire GAC board attack and defense. Wow. And so like, and the game developers, you know, they get to go on the test accounts when they're testing a character and they get all these high relics. Meanwhile, we're, we're so used to punching up. Like, um, you know, how many times has Zareth put out a video that is, you know, these 10 characters can stay R1. And, and they can, but when you then have them at R9, characters play different. They just play differently because they have different stats and, you know, you can do different things. And I think that was kind of our biggest problem of we're not used to playing with full R8s or R9s. Like, you know, you look at our accounts and most of my relics are R5 and most of Zareth's relics are like R5. Um, And I think that that kind of caught us off guard a little bit because like you get to ships, um, and ship speeds are different when there are nine. And yeah. 
uh, it, it can completely mess up what you're doing, or you can one shot like we did against Crum. Um, so it was, it was such an interesting experience. And I guarantee you, if we did it again, it would turn out completely different. <laughs> like yeah, it would, it would turn out completely different because it, it's just that first time kind of shock. Mm-hmm. And then what you guys didn't see is mm-hmm. behind the scenes. I mean, we thought we were going to have 20 minutes. So we, yeah. we, we met for, you know, we had like a zoom call for like three hours one night and we did modding and we came up with an entire defense strategy. And the whole strategy was place teams in that bottom front that are going to time people out because you only have 20 minutes. And if it takes you 15 minutes to get through the front zone, that only leaves you five minutes for everything else. And then like five minutes before it started, they're like, Oh yeah, by the way, it's 30 minutes. Are you kidding me? Mm. Um, And you can't really talk about strategy while you're streaming because I mean, Everybody has everybody's streams pulled up. Like everybody had them pulled up, including oh, yeah. us. Well, like quad boxing. Yeah, yeah that was right. like the hard part. Like, because you want to make sure everyone was getting the views. Right. And so you can't really talk about your strategy and entertain the fans. Like, what are we going to do? Disappear for 15 minutes and keep people on the stream? No, mm-hmm. no, we have to keep the stream going. So it's like, all right, we're just going to stick with the strategy that we planned, except for the kind of fundamental rules were completely different than we planned for, which was kind of, I, it was frustrating, but at the same point, it was a fun event. So like, it's, you know, not, not trying to make it sound bad. It was just, it was also, it was very eye opening on what CG can do because like Crum and Dojo had another developer. That's like an actual developer that, you know, was building out um, the test accounts and stuff. And, they were like, yeah, we want to do this, this, and this. And the other developer just like, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that's, not, that's not the way this code works. And we're not, we're not going to put like six months of planning into this, you know, one event for eight people. Um, so it was interesting to see, actually see them pitch ideas. And then the dev team be like, it's just not possible. It's, you know, it's not that they didn't want to do it. It's just... Like we had the 20 or the 30 minute review stage afterwards because GAC is built on a platform of three equal time slots. And mm-hmm. so you, you just got that review phase because that's what GAC has, you know? Um, so it was, I mean, it was a lot of fun. It would definitely want to do it again. Um, and you should consider us favorites if we do it again, because now we know, and as G.I. Joe told me as a kid, knowing is half the battle. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. I hope you guys get invited back. And I think yeah. the other, just observing, not that it matters, not that you guys care. Um, one, you guys really alluded to a lot of the work that you put in. I mean, Zareth had all, yeah. you both mentioned um, you guys did a lot of remodding. And I think it was a yeah. bit of an insult that the guy who won didn't spend a second remodding any <laughs> of the roster. Um, yeah. Do you think you guys would remod again, knowing that? I guess you go ahead. You guys right. can't help it. You're not gonna. You're not gonna take right. your and then not remod. Well, them. Yeah. that that was the other annoying part of this all. So we had this huge plan because Zareth had a busy weekend where, and I didn't. Where I was going to spend Saturday night and remod the entire account. You know, like we would talk about how to remod it, and then I would actually put in the time to do everything, and then 
last minute they when they gave us the accounts right oh yeah by the way guys only one person can access this whoever signs in the first time is the one that's going to be running this event uh and so i was like all right well sorry zareth i'm gonna enjoy my saturday night you're not (laughs) oh no yeah yeah. He said he had he, he was the one that spent all that time. So that's a little bit he about yeah. knowing what was going on there. And it definitely yeah. seems like he has spent a lot of time um uh doing it. But you know, the the takeaway from me was especially in terms of an area where you guys can excel, but it's not comfortable for you guys, is you guys are so great at again, just like you were saying, executing. You know, you know what to do when and how. But I think that puts you at a disadvantage of knowing when to auto. Like that <laughs> we don't whole auto. thing, you don't <laughs> auto, you never auto. And you don't know. And of course, why would you, you know, with the way right. you play? But the people who are winning. Meanwhile, Cubs hit auto on every battle. Knew, yeah. As soon as you hit the threshold yeah. of getting the win, hit the auto. And because the banners don't really matter. It's a it's a race more than it's a bad banner yeah. as much as you guys did it. Or at least, I mean, that at least that's how the first one came down. And yeah. maybe it would have been different and banners would have taken more of a toll. If it was the 20 minutes, you know, and your strategy came right. more into play just in terms of timing out. But yeah, with so much of it, it still seems like it's a race. And it seems like having that skill of knowing the soonest point you can hit auto was like, put you at such an advantage with yeah. um, that. And, and again, that's not something intuitive that you would, I guess, right. necessarily really kind of figure out because you're still thinking people are, yeah, but it did every, every match basically came down to who would, I mean, even uh, your very first match, was a nail biter and you basically won because they ran they needed like 20 more seconds to finish off that team that uh you guys weren't weren't quite facing so we we won because we saved cls for the back and -hmm. they did not save a fast team for the back so fast team right we went in with like mothma i think yeah a minute left and cls just killed it and 30 seconds and they went in and they needed a minute and a half but they had a minute and that's so we won because of cls yeah right yeah. right and so yeah uh, anyway I, not that you care or anything but uh, uh something worth considering if you guys go in again uh, <laughs> yes. there is an auto button you guys are <laughs> exceptionally skilled but uh, i think that is a area in which you can uh, really utilize to take an advantage against your opponents so yeah um, i think you know maybe other people will kind of keep it in mind because yeah i mean cubs <laughs> you know didn't uh cubs went really far and yeah. uh if anything and, I would say- and his whole strategy was get the battle to a point where he could hit auto yeah it was he, he talked about it. That's his entire strategy was get to a point that he could hit auto and it worked. So Did good for him. Very well. Yes. Until yeah. uh, his counters stopped working. Miraculously. Yes. He got yeah. lucky with a couple uh bad batch uh, counters on GG with uh, BB-8. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure why the final one beat him and the other ones didn't, but uh, um but yeah, yeah. Anyway, that whole content creator thing was fascinating. I love it. I hope they do it again. I hope you guys um, yeah. are invited. Because I mean, I guess I don't know, like co- popular GA creators, you know, they, you need what? The, another three teams? Because uh, was it, were there three teams of content creators? You guys? There were, uh, no, there was Operation five. Universe? There was five. Oh. There, was, there was three of the dev teams. 
Oh, okay. And then five of the content creators. Yeah. Right. Right. So it's yeah, like you guys, they're gonna have to call some people back. I mean, I don't know how deep right. you're gonna be able to dig into the well of that. Um, especially just to keep the competition at the high level it was, because it was it really because the level of the competition that made it so fascinating. Yeah. You know, I you know fantasize about if they reached out to under the hollow table to be on it and uh, <laughs> you know i don't know that we'd do it or we would I, yeah i don't know where which way we would go i think we might have fun with it or something who knows but uh yeah, it would be a nightmare <laughs> yeah <laughs> <You know>? yes <laughs> because uh, uh we're not uh yeah just i, yeah. I just don't know where we fall on it so yeah uh with that being said, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for being on Solo. Uh, I recommend, I mean, I'm sure it's so much. We already have so much overlap with Gambit. Uh, yeah. You guys yeah. are doing amazing work. I love your guys' podcast. I love your thank shows. You. I love your fight nights. I can't wait. Um, you guys have Roundtable coming up this Friday. We do. We do. Yeah. Um, can you preview? Do you know, guys know your guests? Uh, yeah, uh, you actually well, mentioned your guests before. Yes. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it, it'll be the typical Gambit crew. Uh, so we'll have Calvin, who went 12-0, and 0, Endall, who is Endall, uh, Ando, yeah. Ando went 10 and 2 this season. Zareth went 10 and 2. And then Gom went 10 and 2, but Gom went 10 and 2 while being in the winner's bracket. Um, so I, it's going to, there's, we've already said there's going to be a lot to talk about on Friday night. Um, and the nice part is everybody kind of had a different experience. Uh, Absolutely. You know, Calvin, Calvin climbed up and Endall. Endall, other than Calvin Endall, has the smallest account out of, you know, the group of us. And then Gom has the experience of the winner's bracket. Um, And Gom just plays his own way. Anyway, you know, there there is a Gom way. Um, Then, you know, Zareth Ando and I, we all had tremendous success, but kind of the way we got there was just (laughs) everybody kind of got there a different way. So it's going to be really interesting i think there's going to be a lot of hot takes and actually a lot of disagreement because everybody kind of everybody kind of played it differently um which is is actually really interesting it's there's going to be a lot a lot to talk about and i think there's going to be something for everyone which is which is nice that's just what I was going to say. You guys have such a great cross section. There will be something yeah. for everyone. There'll definitely be a lot to learn um, there from everyone's ex- uh, everyone sharing their experiences. Um, yeah. And yeah, like uh, especially to kind of pick on Gom. Yeah, his streams are always fascinating to watch. He's one of the <laughs> other people I try to catch um, anytime I can. So yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely roundtable this Friday. Um, that'll be streamed live on Twitch. Uh, maybe I'll post uh, that in our Discord as well. Um, everyone should check that out. Uh, we're big fans here at Under Thank the Home Table of everything you guys do. Um, and uh, we'll have to start talking about our side project. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go, everybody, go watch Create Expectations. Yes, yeah. Great, great name. Expectations. Actually, actually, let's yeah. talk. Let's talk about this. So, Sarah, who came yeah. up with the name? I did. So, okay, oh, so, so I, I said create like the planet originally, yeah. and then Sarah was like, let's do crate and make it a focus on getting the red crate. Cause everyone gotcha. yeah, focuses yeah. on that. So, yeah. Um, so it, it was a, it was a combination. <laughs> um, I mean, red planet, red box, same thing. 
Right. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. the same thing. So, yeah. I mean, that's so many deeper meanings. That's so many what, deep meanings. <laughs> I mean, it was either Crate Expectations or the Zareth and Sarah show. <laughs> <laughs> so, Crate Expectations, I think, turned out a little bit better. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So, uh, the goal is every Wednesday to have them out, but yeah nice and i think uh, that's great too though because i mean it really uh, uh, the name and captures what we aspire to yeah, yeah yeah so hopefully it's enjoyable and humorous because that was yeah. the goal <laughs> and you get to talk about using it all in conquest yeah yeah i need to I need oh to he's gonna sucker you into more areas i'm sure oh. you're gonna be doing oh like already he yeah. he was like uh you know if you need to do a territory war fight i was like no i'm not touching that <laughs> so yeah, yeah no, it'll be good. yeah it'll have you like climbing fleet or something yeah <laughs> yeah just hit auto yeah. yeah well that's great uh for a third time to try and get out of here, which I yes. love. Yeah, it's just let's just keep uh, going on tangents. Uh, but no, <laughs> I have uh, two accounts to do dailies on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So let's got to get out of here and get to that alt life. <laughs> yeah. uh, and with that, thank you so much, you both, for joining me. Great episode. Uh, take care. And with that, it is time to go switch off. Uh,